Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits in Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four, for four. Um, yesterday, I gave you my epiphany bridge story right out of the book of OFA Challenge, The One Funnel Away. And it was essentially my story of what brought me online. Uh, And again, most people's story, uh, you hear the successes. But when you listen to entrepreneurs tell their story, you hear about the pain. You hear about the frustrations, the fear, the doubt, the anxieties. The sleepless nights, you know, those are are part of the life of an entrepreneur generally starting out. And again, it's not excluded from any other person's life either. I don't mean to um, be flippant in the fact that everyone else has good lives except entrepreneurs. That's not the case at all. Um, You know, we all, us entrepreneurs, battle Uh, for success and to get that magic touch if you will which does not exist we have to create it ourselves and it's hard it's a very uh, difficult thing Um, but I think what helps form our our inner being is how we deal with adversity when my uh, I have three children two boys and a girl my wife and I and when our middle boy was getting ready to start kindergarten it was a nice September day and he was rocking back and forth on a wicker chair uh, he had his knees on the chair, and he was touching the, the seat, uh, excuse me, the back of the chair, uh, and he was rocking it back and forth, and the legs were coming off the ground, and the chair was moving, and there was a three-step drop to a concrete patio, and sure enough, he fell, and he really banged his head uh, pretty well, and he had a scar right on the... Um, corner of his eye you know it was bleeding and my wife uh, treated the cut and that was a a Wednesday uh, and everything was fine uh, in the sense that the the cut stopped bleeding it was beginning the healing process the emotional um, disaster for my son and also for my my wife was was now subdued and everybody went on their day and was merry it wasn't until friday of that week so a day and a half later where jp had said hey ma dad i, j- I just peed blood in the toilet 
and we we both looked at each other and said, "Oh, geez, that's not good." You know, I, mean, I said, "Obviously, there's some type of a contusion or something there that's that's causing blood to the urine." Uh, and you know, he got a little scared. He's like, "No, no, it wasn't blood. I'm, I'm all set." And I said, "Don't worry, buddy. It's all set." And we had to take him to the hospital just to get um, squared away uh, from precautions. Well, very traumatic times for a five-year-old to get your blood drawn at the hospital. And that's all it took, you know. And he was a crying fit and just, just not having anything to do with, with anything. And an ultrasound, if any of you are familiar with that, it really is just some gel and rubbing of a wand uh, on your tummy. And it took us a while um, to get that done. And the gentleman did it. I said, how's everything look? He's like, yeah, it looks good. I think um, we're going to have you go to Hasbro so they can deal with a child that's, you know, a little more uncomfortable. Like, oh, what a pain in the neck, you know. So our pediatrician had called us, and he was noticeably agitated by it um, in the sense that he's like, I can't believe this, you know what I mean? It's going to be all right. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. So, you know, my wife and I are driving up uh, to the hospital, um, to Hasbro Hospital, which is about an hour north of, of where we were. And I said to my wife, I said, listen, if this was not on the same side where he hurt his eye and where he fell, I said, I, I, would be, I would be more concerned. I said, the fact that he fell, hit his head, and, you know, maybe bruised something, I said, it's, it's not a big deal to me, you know, in, in that regard. So we got him up to Hasboro, and again, he's very apprehensive about the, the blood draw and, and any procedures happening. But we were able to get the uh, ultrasound as well as a CAT scan. Uh, done and they call my wife and I to the center of the nurse's station on a big computer screen and says this is your son's kidney on the left and this is the one on the right as you can see it's a bit enlarged I said yeah it's probably from the fall I said so is he able to play soccer tomorrow and he said well let me um let me discuss things with you in more depth with you with your doctor so like, all right, fine, you know. So he brings us to this room, and there's couches and chairs. Uh, and I said to my wife, "This isn't good." She said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Betty, we're not. Um, this, this isn't good." I said, "You know, there's Kleenex <laughs> on the coffee table here." I said, "It doesn't seem like we're in for some good news." And she's like, "I don't know." So the doctor comes in. And he says, well, your son, and I interrupted. <laughs> he said, he's got cancer, doesn't he? He said, whoa, slow down, my friend. Don't get carried away. He's got a, uh, a Wilms tumor uh, on his kidney, uh, which is very treatable. And I said, okay, is that cancer? He's like, it is a cancerous tumor, yes. And I said, all right, you know, and, you know, we, we handled it in stride, but 
we were basically thrown out of a moving car, figuratively speaking. It was, it just hit us uh, like a ton of bricks. And we, at that moment, became very strong and very emotionally, I would say, there were times when we we were a bit emotionally distraught, but for the most part, we kept our composure and we were strong because we wanted to be strong for our son. You know, he doesn't want to see his parents uh, in, in disarray and in, in turmoil and and in sad feelings. So, you know, we were very, um, we were very, very, uh, thankful that we were in the right place and that it was treatable uh, and that things are going to be okay. And we didn't know if they were, though, you know what I mean? But we had the faith in, in God, and God is going to provide for us what we need to handle in life, just like everybody else, whatever it may be. Everybody has a cross to bear so to speak and this was a a very difficult cross for us because my wife and I really could not uh, bear the brunt of of any pain physically uh, my son at five years old had to go through that and it wasn't it wasn't an easy process we spent the weekend in the hospital uh, Monday was Labor Day which is a holiday in the United States and he stayed uh, overnight I, I slept on a couch next to him never left his side and we explored the boroughs of the hospital we went from hospital to hospital on a city block by going through the caverns uh, of the of the basement of the hospitals you know we really we're just uh, having a good old time, and he loved it. You know what I mean? That was great for him. He loved walking around, checking things out, as did his father. You know, I loved it. Um, and then surgery came, and that was a different story. You know, uh, he was he was in a lot of discomfort, to say the least. He was in a lot of pain uh, emotionally. You know, why are you doing this to me? What, what, what did I do wrong? Was the the looks that we were pretty much getting um he was saying you know why it hurts and it was it was extremely troublesome for myself especially for my wife who's i don't want to say a bit more emotional but you know she she does tend to be very nurturing and it, it it's heartbreaking when the person that you nurture uh is hurt and is in dire need that you really can't help them with except being there. So JP was released from the hospital the following uh, Saturday, I believe. Uh, he was there for pretty much a solid week. And if you can imagine any... Um, video game or any console system you know he said he wanted a Wii <laughs> at the time Wii was 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 up and coming 
my sister went out and brought bought him a, a, a Wii. Uh, I had contacts from my company. Uh, bought you know JP a DS, which is a handheld video console, and realized that he had an older brother, only a year older, so he bought him one as well. You know things like that were just out of this world. You know what I mean? We just saw the flooding of of love and people bringing us so you know gift baskets card after card being delivered from people we had you know known occasionally something just came over me i'm like i I just can't believe the support and love there is in this world and that love and support in this world does not get away go away um, if anything, it gets bigger and brighter. The problem is we as human beings uh, don't respond uh, to love as much as we suppo- so, uh, as we respond to you know fear, danger, um, sensationalized, news so the news media has a job to do and and that's what they show you know contentious elections accidents tragedies um, natural disasters you name it so I was blessed if you will by being a recipient of of love and support of other people and that has carried with me this was 2009 that has carried with me ever since and I try to see love and support um, with other people that I meet and, and I try to spread that uh, as, as as much as I can, and I fall short, as does everybody. But where there is a bad thing that happens, um, good things are just around the corner, if you will, if you allow them to be uncovered. Some people can can cover up a tragedy and not let the good show by being engrossed in the tragedy itself so I share that with you today because that can help that can help you with your perseverance uh, as an affiliate marketer as an online marketer as someone in business online and it will give you that added advantage Uh, give you that you know that extra layer of armor if you will uh, and it will give you the resilience to understand that good is just around the corner and it truly is so I will be checking in with all of you very soon until next time be well stay well we'll talk to you soon